Okay, well, Hunter is back with Wrecked America, and uh, we're delighted to have Anise uh, back with us. Anise, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. I, I think I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, we're we're this we're coming to seem like we're things are opening back up in people's worlds in terms of this whole COVID nineteen business. How are things in your world? They they starting to open cities back up, and so um, your no, world, it, the, yeah, it's going no, on. It's it's um it's it's definitely opening up, uh, but for me, it really didn't close because I have to. I've I've uh, worked through this whole thing and. Um, I've been able to uh, keep uh, the baby in daycare and family still got stuff going on. So um, it really hadn't changed much for me other than uh, financially. There were some uh, uh, some loss of hours and wages in all of it, but um, nothing that I, I don't think I can handle. It's just going to, you know, I think this whole COVID is going to be a lifestyle change for everyone. I don't even think that we have uh, even hit the peak of the actual changes that have been occur as we move on. I'm real grateful that I have a job because there are a lot of people who became unemployed and will continue to be unemployed even after. This is a whole new thing here. Uh, I'm not a camera person. I was when I was in my 20s. but. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm surely not a video person. So uh, this whole uh, having these meetings, I'm about to give Zoom the biggest plug ever. Uh, it's definitely been a learning experience. And uh, and uh, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting, yeah. you know, it's going to be the yeah. new way of life. Yeah, there, 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 you, there you go. So, so you were saying about terms of people, it was your own situation, fortunate to have a job, stay employed. Um, some challenges there, but basically have a job, have employment, other people not having employment, and, and you're, you're, you can empathize with, with, with that situation. So with, with respect to going out and, and having a job, but also uh, have, have you felt um, that anyway you're, you're, you, had to, you had to make a choice, a life-threatening choice to, to, you know, to, to, to get out there and work and and what was that like for you? I mean, did you feel? I don't really think that it's been a life-threatening choice uh, because of the area that I work in, okay. um, and it being a small enclosed place, um, probably about the same size as maybe a, a, a large grocery store or something. Um, they, as soon as. Uh, they started talking about uh, doing a lockdown or a quarantine or anything like that. Our company uh, or the company that I'm contracted to immediately started sending people home. And, um, you know, a lot of those people, they were paid while they were gone. So it's not, you know, they, they and they all have jobs when they come back. Um, as for being a contractor, in that situation and being an essential worker in the building, um, I probably am at more risk than anybody else, but I just have this, um, you know, I'm already a clean person. I'm already a healthy person. I already do social distancing because I'm not the 
you know, cuddly, huggy, you know, let's shake hands with everybody kind of person. Um, so um, social distancing isn't hard for me at all. Um, it, it just isn't. Um, I don't like to let too many people get close. I've, I've, I've been that way uh, for a long time. Even my kids, you know, um, we, we're, you know, I'll hug and kiss my children, but, you know, even when they were little, they, you know, I just didn't let them hang on me and, and do that kind of thing. So, um, mm. I don't really feel like it was a life-threatening situation, man. Maybe I'm just making light of it. I don't know. Um, I think some people have gone way overboard with that, but that's a, that, you know, I do know of uh, two families uh, that actually um, a member or members got COVID and one of those families, um, a person died. So um, how does that happen? I don't know, but uh, um I'm not a, I mean, I'm not a go to the, you know, mall and hang out or the beach and hang out. And I don't put myself in large crowds, except for when I'm dancing. And even then I usually stand with my hands behind my back or crossed across my chest so that people don't try to reach out and touch me with their hands. You know, it's a kind of a body language that I have that says, don't touch me. <laughs> right, right. I got you. Yeah. I, I uh, Monday, I lost the aunt to COVID-19, who was- uh, Oh, I am so sorry to hear that. Yeah, and, and, and she was in that the most vulnerable population that she was in a nursing home. Um, but- um, Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, it's- um, yeah, They seem it's, to uh, be, that seems to be like the biggest- um, Yes, yeah. The most affected is these elderly homes and, and uh, you know, I have some experience. I worked in the elderly home when I was younger. Um, and when I say younger, I probably was, well, I volunteered when I was like um, maybe 13 at one. And that was real interesting. Um, and then when I was um, 17 and 18, I worked in an elderly home as a dietitian. And, you know, back then you didn't have to have, you know, 400 hours of school to do those kind of jobs, you could train right there. So um, there's, there's a lot to be said about the cleanliness in elderly homes and the way patients are taken care of. Um, I don't think that um, people that necessarily, and I'm not gonna say all people, but I think the majority of people that work in those homes are there to get a check and they really don't care about what's going on with the individuals, which is why I did not stay in that field because I'm just, when I love people, I love them so deeply and it really affects me. Um, and when I was in the elderly home, there was a man there and he was a real pain in my ass. He actually stabbed me with a fork in the butt one day. What? What? Oh yeah, <laughs> he was a, he was, was one he? of those uh, uh, prankster type, you know, but he was Whoa. an older gentleman and he had dementia. And so he Whoa. didn't really, um, he didn't know any better, I guess. But, uh, you know, he thought he was flirting is what he thought he was <laughs> doing. <laughs> and uh, he ended up stabbing me in the rear end with a fork. But uh, that gentleman passed and it was heartbreaking Whoa. for me. So I knew that that was not a... Uh, 
the industry that I would spend my life in. And, um, and you know, it, same thing with uh, child care and, and, and taking care of people in hospitals. I'm very much a carer and a very much a victor and a giver, uh, but my emotions will get in the way of my rational thinking when it comes to other things. I have to be very careful. Um, but as far as this COVID, um, I haven't been worried about the threat of life or health. Um, I'm made sure to, you know, follow all the protocols. You know, I, I've kept the six foot distance. I don't shake hands. Um, I don't go around people that are sick. I haven't allowed anybody in my house uh, to visit. Um, you know, we bleach everything. If we're not bleaching it, we're using ammonia. If we're not using ammonia, we're using all the big, you know, germ killers. Um, I've actually been assisting in um, bottling and labeling and shipping um, hand sanitizer. So I've been, you know, elbows deep in isopropyl alcohol. <laughs> wow. Is, now, is, that been, is that been just for... for for personal consumption or are you is that a oh, no, side this bit? is side, uh, for my side. um this is for my uh the company that i'm contracted to i work oh. in a laboratory and so uh, the world health association put out a recipe for hand sanitizer and um instructions with you know how to uh, you know mix bleach with water to kill the bacteria or the virus and um, so we started making it because uh, as soon as um, everybody bought up the toilet paper, <laughs> they also bought up the hand sanitizer. And we literally couldn't, we couldn't get any hand sanitizer. Being a, a major corporation, and when I say major corporation, the, the company I'm contracted to is all over the world, not just wow. the United States, but all over the world. And they couldn't get their hands on hand sanitizer mm. or cleaning supplies. So, uh, you know, cleaning supplies that they ordered back in March were just delivered this week. So that's wow. how, you know, that's how backed up that was. But um, they put the recipe together and, and being in a lab, they were able to, to make that recipe in a, um, I call it a mini bulk situation. Um, and they were able to distribute it um, throughout uh, the chemical plant and some other places. I know that some of it went to like a sheriff's office in some county. Some of it got shipped, shipped all the way. Now, you know, I'm down south, so it uh, got shipped up north. And um, I don't know if they were shipping it there to, for them to, to mimic the recipe and bottle their own. But, you know, we just, you know, and that's, you know, that's like doing that small part in the world. And, uh, I, you know, so I just turn on the music and start bottling and popping on labels and getting it boxed up and getting it out. Okay. But that's, that was for work. Okay. Well, good. You're doing, doing your part. Well, look, let's turn to, um, I sent you an article this week, uh, 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 something I caught, came across in uh, people article from People Magazine, uh, an interview with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, and um, I, I, I thought it was relevant for some of the conversations we've been having. And, and in there, she was talking a couple things 
salient points. One, she talked about having, um, after 20 years of marriage, coming to the realization um, that she really didn't know her husband. Uh, and, and, and there's a, uh, a quote that she makes about um, uh, this, you know, um, if I can find it my way back to yeah. Since Pickett said that she's now going through the process of having to dissolve all those stories and the ideas of will that she's built in order to truly understand her husband. So you know, it's it's it, this this idea that or this 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 reality that uh, you know our understanding of people is based on on ideas and stories about them uh, as much as it is who they really are. What do you think about that? How did, what did you think about when you read that? Um, well, it actually reminded me of some things um, that I've gone through in my life. Uh, you know, I've been married uh, three times, uh, twice common law married and once legally married. And I can tell you that um, when those marriages came to an end, I'm no longer married. Um, but when those marriages came to an end, in retrospect, I can tell you I agree. Um, because I really didn't know who I was married to. It is not the person, when, when the marriages was over, now two of those marriages lasted four years, and one of those marriages lasted almost 10 years. And um, uh, my second marriage, my husband was murdered. Um, and we were actually in a separation when that happened. So in after, I mean, it, like almost immediately um, after divorce or after the marriage ended, I could immediately start seeing that this person that I was walking away from was never the person I thought they were. And when I say that, it's almost like I created this knight in shining armor in this person. And uh, come to find out that's not what was going on. And, you know, um, when I first met you, we talked a little bit about um, how I think what you're doing is so important. Wrecked America and these podcasts are so important because, you know, girls are victims, but so are men. And I say that because. I say that because it's like playing poker, right? You think you've got the winning hand, but mm. the truth is, is you don't know what the dealer is dealing. Mm. So with that being said, and I'll, I'll, I'll try to sum it up real short, is, you know, these guys thought they were getting um, this wife that was this certain person, right? But of course, um, you know, like a peacock, I show all my beautiful feathers to attract them. But as time went on, you know, well, or maybe they hurt my feelings or they didn't live up to my expectation. Oh, well, here, let me take some of my beautiful side away from you, you know. Um, and, and, uh, and the other part of that, and this is why I think guys are victims, because um, I see this a lot. I have two sons, and I really see it with them. 
they get sucked into the really pretty girl and the really sweet girl, the really great girl, the girl that's there no matter what. And then all of a sudden, she becomes a complete psycho. <laughs> and they don't know where it came from. And they, you know, I have, a, I, I will say this. I don't believe that there's anything. Um, I don't think any relationship is a bad relationship unless you end up dead at the end of it. And I tell you that because there's some things you can learn from human beings. It's a how to be, how not to be. And, uh, and how to treat people and how not to treat people. And you will also learn how you want to be treated and how you don't want to be treated. But, you know, going to that interview and, and, and reading that article and watching that little video, the one thing that caught myself was it, not just necessarily that she's been married for 20 years and doesn't really know her husband anymore. And, and that happens so easily. It can happen not just in marriage, but but also with your um, your children and your parents. People change, and if you're not changing with them, then you're missing it. Um, if you're not seeing the change as it happens, you're you're gonna miss something, and you're you're gonna get lost. Not only are you gonna get lost with them but you're gonna lose who you are. You're gonna not know who you are. And that was one of the things I seen in that article. Not only does she have to learn who her husband is all over again, or learn who he is now, as opposed to 20 years ago, but she also needs to figure out who she is. So let me stop you right there. Okay, this is good right here. Okay, so question is, and in, 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 in from the article or, as you share about your sons with with the ladies in their lives and the the beautiful the beautiful woman to the psychopath here's the question the person that that comes to the forefront it, it over time emerges or you learn that's a part of this relationship that you didn't know was a part of the, the relationship when you got into it is that a new person or is more of the person deep that deep hidden away that's always been there now showing their true colors or is that person an, another another character another aspect of that person is now coming forth you know did you, did you see what, that you get what i'm saying what i'm, what I'm yes, asking i do get what you're saying and i think oh so i'm gonna speak here personally <laughs> okay please <laughs> i believe that that person that eventually shows up is always been there but at the same time that is a whole nother character so uh i say that because you know um like I said, you know, I want everybody to see me put my best foot forward. This is her in her prettiest state. This is her hair. This is her with her hair in done the best. This is her at her healthiest state. This is her at her smartest state. This is her at her sweetest state. But there is also a person in there that is is been broken. And when you have a person that's been broken, 
obviously they're going to have some character what most people would say character defects but is it really a defect or is it just part of their makeup who are they you know um the you know uh how does that saying go all the world is a stage and i am only an actor so what part do i need to play shakespeare all the world's a stage and we're just actors what part do i need to play do i need to play the mom do i need to play the sweet beautiful kind caring loving snuggly bunny girlfriend or do i need to play the role of i'm a woman hear me fucking roar you know what do you want (laughs) okay so let's let's stay here let me and and i would say this and I want to go back to something specific that you shared in the past. So I, I, I want to make a distinction based on what you just said between acting or playing a role because mom, worker, why, you know, why, these are, these are roles that we play. But, but I, I, I make a distinction between a role and a character. If you if you can follow me there, so let me let me let me and let me let me flesh it out with something from the from your 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 previous uh, uh, sharings in one of the recordings. So you shared about in terms of uh, I don't know exactly how many years, but many years in in recovery and doing step work, and 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 in a flash something happened, and you find yourself in this car kicking this guy's ass. You know, like where did that? Where, where did this come from? Right? Remember that? Yes. <laughs> no, but 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 that character is there, right? That that you know, in spite of all the work. <laughs> but in in that moment, that character is still right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> right. So you know what? Want to talk about that? And I, and I don't mean talking about that experience, but I'm talking about that, to me, that connects to what we're saying. No, I know. That, I, you yeah. know what, what I, what comes to my mind is that um, I think life forces us in a situation to play the role. Well, you cannot play the role if you don't have the character for that role. So I'll give mm. you an example of that. Mm, I like that. Okay. I have a daughter who is very, very tiny and um she can be real vicious with her mouth but if you were to put her in a situation where she had to play the role of some badass chick kicking the shit out of some guy it would never happen because she she can't do that role that's not part of her character her character would run the other way and come and get her mom and go hold on (laughs) so i believe that life puts us in these situations or maybe it's the decisions that we make in life that puts us in a situation so that that character is brought to the forefront. And with that being said, in that particular incident that you discussed, me, I was uh, like, I think maybe 14 years sober when I had to maybe 13 going on 14 years sober. I know I was like right around my sobriety birthday. And I had really thought that that angry, vicious, and I'm, you know, that's that's a scary place for me to go. I'm not worried about you when I get to that place. I'm worried about that in, in about myself. And I say that because, um, you know, they talk about it in recovery that resentment is the number one offender. 
and from it forms all spiritual disease. Well, you know, um, and uh, that um, there's a prayer in recovery that says, save me from being angry. And what does that mean? Well, to me, what it meant is this. When I get angry, I become insane. I do not have control of my emotions or my actions or the things that I say to people, and it can be so damaging. So I'm really not trying to be like not mad at you. What I'm trying to do is save myself from my insanity. Um, uh, so, and I believe that, um, you know, and, I, and I'll tell you that, you know, I thought that guy was, a, and this gets back to not knowing somebody. I really, everything I knew about that person was totally not the truth. It was a person that he wanted me to see. And when the truth of who he truly was, who his true colors were, what his character was 100% made of, it hurt me so much. And it brought out all this anger because it was just, I felt deceived and betrayed and manipulated and conned and man, oh man, how many fucking times have I done that to somebody else? Not even realizing that's what I was doing. So, so when I say that I got into, I immediately got into communicating with others, especially men, because uh, I'll hold a grudge against every man in the world for what one man's done. You understand? <laughs> so, and so I immediately went and spoke with some other men and, you know, they weren't really focused on what the guy did wrong. They were focused on, Hey, where did this vicious anger come from that you haven't had in almost 14 years? Where did that come from? Well, it's part of my makeup. It's part of my character. It is in there. Right. Right. And, and, and forced me into that role. And so, or my decisions that I made in life to be with this person and have this person in my life put me in that situation. Now, because that character did come to the forefront, I was able to change. See, I was able to see who I was. I didn't know that's who I was. I didn't think that's who I was. And that's when I, when you talk about the uh, article, um, from from uh, Miss Smith, th that is something that really came to my mind. Is you know sometimes we lose sight of who we are, who our character is made of, or maybe we never knew that character was part of us. Um, so I learned from that, and I was able to grow through that and try to make changes to become a better character in the world of the stage you know and, and 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 play the role that i want to play not the role that i'm forced to play does that make sense it makes, it makes it, it, it does let's let's stay here so um the the, the role let me I'll, I'll say this so it seems to me that the role uh we play the roles uh, I like what you said in the the the, the illustration, the uh, the example you gave of your your daughter in terms of of of, and I would say you didn't use this language, but I'll say not having the character 
to, to back up a, a role she plays. Right. Okay, you know, we used to say back in the day, you know, uh, don't don't let your mouth uh, write Over a check. your canary ass, your alligator. <laughs> no, no, don't, yeah, no, don't let your alligator <laughs> mouth overload your canary ass. Yeah, I know the thing. Right. No, no, we we said don't let your mouth write a check. Your ass can't cash. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
based on my own self-knowledge and, you know, things that have been pointed out to me over many years of um, trying to better myself, I would have to say that those things have always been there. Um, and what I have to say about as far as being in a relationship, and believe me, I'm no relationship expert, but I do, I have learned over many years that if I'm looking at somebody I'm in a relationship with, whether it be myself, my children, my brothers, sisters, my mom, dad, you know, a significant other, um, that stuff has usually always been there. Uh, but I get caught up in, um, I want it to be a certain way so much that I'm just willing to overlook it. But, you know, it's like sweeping an elephant under the rug. Eventually, the lump is so big, you have to lift the rug and see, like, why is this like this? Um, so for me, I think that that those character traits, um, those learned behaviors, they're all, they've always been there or they've always had the potential to be there. And when I when I think about that article, I have to say it may not necessarily be that she doesn't know her husband. It may be that she hasn't allowed herself to be known by her husband. Does mm. that make sense? Mm. So because I know that mm. when I don't want to look at the bad in somebody, and I'll, I'll give you an example, um, my last husband cheated on me the entire time we were married. Mm. And I knew he was doing it, but mm. I was really trying to convince myself that being in this marriage and raising our family was much more important than being right about the situation. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he was always that person. I just chose to create a love story, which, mm -hmm. you know, brings me to don't fucking read Cinderella to your kids. <laughs> so that mm -hmm. shit is not real. <laughs> right, right, right. Wow. You know, it's not real. People are not perfect. People have flaws. People make mistakes. People do things that hurt people they love. Do they do it intentionally? Probably not. I know that I can look at all the things that I've done in my life that may have hurt another human being, and I can honestly tell you that out of a thousand times, I probably only intentionally did it once. Mm. So for every 5,000 times I might have hurt somebody or 500 times I might have hurt somebody, only one time did I truly intend for it to hurt them because that's not who I truly am. So um, that article to me is more about she's lost herself in her, in her marriage or mm. in her dream marriage with Cinderella story. Mm. Um, where I'm at today is I'm not trying to lose myself in the Cinderella story. I am really, truly trying to just be a decent human being, kind, understanding, and empathetic, and loving, no matter how 
much that might um, hurt my heart because I truly believe that people do things that um, are in their nature and they don't even know it. And I'll go back to the husband who cheated for almost 10 years. Him cheating on our relationship, whether it was physically, emotionally, or whatever he had going on, that wasn't about me. That wasn't about our marriage being bad. That uh, was about him. He had a low self-esteem. He still has low self-esteem. And, it, it, and it's sad because ultimately it cost him his wife and his family. And I, I, I empathize with that because I did the same thing. So, you know, at some point in time in my life, I cheated and lied to somebody and betrayed them and manipulated them and, and what have you. Um, the consequence, I promise you, was far much greater for me as the cheater than it was for the person I cheated on. So, um, and that's how I make peace with those types of situations. Okay, so he wasn't the knight in shining armor and the big fancy castle with the magical slipper and the pumpkin. He turned out to be that shit turd <laughs> that mm. did all these things to me. So how do you grow past that? Well, right. did he mean to do that? Did he really think like, hey, I'm going to go do this so that she finds out so that I can just ruin her life? People aren't like that. Not, not normal. So, uh, yeah, I have to say that it's a... It's, uh, more about the ideas that we create, the expectations, and something that really helped me learn how to look at things that way was I got challenged. I was in a relationship and somebody said to me, you have expectations of this person. For seven days, every time you expect that person to do something, you need to do it yourself. And I'm going to tell you in seven days, I could not live up to that shit. I couldn't live up to it. Mm -hmm. How am I going to expect somebody else to? It? So I got out of that fantasy world. I got out of the Cinderella story. That answers your question. It does. It answers that question. Here's, but he, well, so let me, that unlocks another question. Uh, let's go back to, let's take, I think this takes us back to uh, the little girl fixer. Of a niece. Okay. Do you see a connection? In the fixer? Uh, yeah. Yes. So, so that character. In terms yes, of I do. I, th I think that character is part of it because, um, well, you know, maybe I'm wrong now that I'm thinking about it. So we'll just say, we'll just kind of, I'm going to stay on the marriage as an example because I think okay. that's a good one. So um, I'm not sure if during that marriage I thought I was fixing someone or if I thought I could fix myself. Mm -hmm. um, so I say that because that was my last husband. I'd already been through two marriages. I didn't want it to fail. I didn't want to feel like a failure. So I literally went from being this total wildcat, young kid, do whatever I want, to hell with you, whether you like it or not, you don't own me, we're just married, to literally trying to be Betty Crocker in that marriage. 
Right. So um, maybe I was trying to fix me. And I, and, and, and I have to say this, I got into that marriage um, right as I was sobering up. So it's very possible that I was trying to fix me. Now, was I trying to fix him as well? Probably. <laughs> because in order for somebody to live up to your expectations, they have to be exactly who you think they're supposed to be. And if they're not, then you need to fix them, right? So, so, so let's stay, stay, stay there. So back to again, roles and character. So the role is to use what you said, the Betty Crocker wife, but you know, that's the role you're playing. But mm-hmm. the character is the fixer, the little girl. Yeah. So, 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 so the role allows that character to operate. Absolutely. So we so so these roles that we even even when we're 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 you know, I think you get what I'm saying. Even when we, we we think we're doing one thing, we call ourselves doing one thing. So we call ourselves being the better car for life, whatever, and you know what right. is really happening is that character is, is doing what it does. Right. <laughs> it's, 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 it's handling this business. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, that, you know and, the, and the roles, like in, you brought it up to Shakespeare in terms of stage, the, the roles are the acting on the stage. That's, they just allow. The character they, to come they, forward. They, right, they, they, they allow the opportunities for the character to get in there and do what it's going, what it's going to do, and 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 do it well, or, or, or and 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 then the the the, the and so which I was asking, uh, do I see this? So, but if if while you're playing the role, given circumstance, a different a different role emerges. That needs to be that needs to that it has to has to is necessary to in this in this circumstance if a different role emerges, then the question is: Is there a character in you to do that? To play oh, absolutely. That, you know, <laughs> but, but, but 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 if not, if if but that's all of us. But if not, you got a problem because I can't. You know that this role and my characters. They don't, they don't, they don't swear, and I can't, and, and, and so then there's kind of, so, so you know, that's that's where I was going with it in terms of it. it yeah. You said, so, what, so yeah. I agree with that because you know, um, so you have the fixer, and, and we'll use the we'll use the, you know, the guy that got beat up, okay. um, for this particular scenario. Yeah. You know, here I was again, created this person in my mind, um. You know, Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Wright with the magic slipper and the magic pumpkin. Turns out he was a shit turd. He wasn't the Mr. Wright. He was Mr. All Right Now. Um, so, so what happened was, you know, when I could no longer fix him, um, a whole new character came aboard. And uh, that character is no Betty Crocker, I promise you. <laughs> That is like, um, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 I can't even give that character a name. It's kind of like a, 
I don't know, uh, you know, like a mad hat or something, you know, just crazy and, and out of control and do whatever. <laughs> that's the boxer in me i think you know that mma chick you know? okay so so let's let's not try let's leave that because that's what we're gonna pick up next time so we, we got to we got to fix it now we, we now we get these characters so now we got the mma chick and, uh -huh. and, and, and here here's here's now wonderful here so we had talked we're just you know, setting the table for next time. We talked previously about drawing your character, and you gave me a description of of of. Remember, we looked at it and and yes. some images, and and the image that you chose. I don't. I, I want to say that, but you know the image you chose. The image you chose seems to align with. Where you just went to that MMA character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, 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 so now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Truly, it's truly there. You know that those images that I showed you, like kind of how, almost like how I see myself. It's like, and um, um, you know they call that steampunk art, and okay. um, all the steampunk art. There's always these mechanical parts and the perfect timing clock and then you have the beauty of the woman in the picture and then you have the you have what i call her character of era so you may have this victorian style dress on her but at the same time she's wearing these aviator glasses on her head <laughs> and she's got bolts out of her so it's like this very well put together uh combination of characters you know, and being a fixer is one thing, but part of being a fixer also means that I've got to be protected. So I always have that armor. And then, then I've, you know, you can't be a fixer in life and you really don't need armor unless you really got that side to you that's kind of willing to walk one foot on the dark side, one foot on the white side. Um, you know, and then you got that badass, like nothing's gonna stop me. But that badass in me, it used to be about my fist. Now, and I'm, and I'm not kidding when I say that, uh, but I that badass that. in me now is about who I know myself to be and what I know of myself and what I know I'm capable of. And um, that's, you know, that's, that's that MMA chick. Because today I will stop you with some words before I ever put my hands on you. But don't think I won't pull them gloves from around my neck and knock your ass out. <laughs> mm. I hear you. Does, does I, that make sense? I hear you. Oh, yeah. I wear the gloves, but you need to know that before we put the gloves on, that confidence I have earned and grown into is way more powerful and it makes it possible for me to be the fixer the mma girl the lady in the victorian dress or that hot mess with her hair you know wrapped up on her head um and wait till you see me next time i'm, I'm actually changing my hair so uh it's going to be a whole new look uh, for me so we'll see but you know all those 
that steampunk women, uh, that's, I see myself like that a lot, you know? Here's, and I want to uh, give you this and kind of let you close with this, this thought, uh, your response to this, this statement I'm about to make. Uh, in, in recovery, we're, we're certainly, in doing work, we're certainly talking about transformation. Uh, um, and here's a statement. Uh, the most fundamental and important of all the transformations, of all our transformations, is the transformation of how we occur to ourselves. What do you think about huh. that? Oh, yeah. The only thing I can say, and I, and I, we could pick up from this next time, okay. is that's all about spiritual growth. And that for me, uh, in, 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 in three very short sentences, spiritual growth is loving my, me, myself, and I, the mm. good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. Mm. I like that. You know, I had to uh, not just learn to love myself on a human plane, but on a spiritual plane. And I'm getting better at loving others the same way. Does that make sense? That's awesome. Thank you, Anise. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll Thanks for having me again. We'll Rick we'll America, have... man. <laughs> We're doing something here. Hunter, Hunter and Anise. Yeah. All right. You be well, okay, my friend? Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.